This is a Radio.com original. I would drive all the way to the parking lot, you know, drive all the way down through, you know, residential, go in a parking lot and make circles for, you know, until he finished his beer and then we'd head back. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how I learned how to drive. I learned how to drive stick that way. So and, uh, if I get it right, you your driving drove your dad to drink. Is that what you're saying? No, I I, I was more of an accomplice, more of you know. <laughs> hey everybody, welcome to a new talking about cars podcast where everybody has a car story i'm randy cardoon who's a bit of a viewer of television maybe a little too much but i understand you can uh, get treated for that but you know that that who knows i'm sure my co-host hot rod bob beck enjoys a bit of tv as well correct i love watching tv yeah maybe too much you know but i'm talking yeah. about tv shows that have cars in it so it's not like we're Definitely. Going headlong into car deprivation. I mean, it can be a detective show. It can be an action-adventure show. But if they're not in a car, it's the no-show. Exactly. What's the point? I mean, especially the old-style TV shows. Yes. Mannix. Remember that? He had some great cars. Yeah, he did. He had some really good cars. Uh, They had a lot of difference. T.J. Hooker. Now, there's an old – all the old cop cars that were, like, huge – because they're and, all late 70s. And Adam 12. Adam 12, absolutely. Matter of fact, one of my cars was in an episode of Adam 12. Oh, really? Yeah, I used, uh, my coupe. We rented it out, and it was uh, it was the the, uh, the the tough guy's car. The you know the, the street hoodlums were driving the it? hot rod. Did they drive it? I, yes, they did. Ooh, you got an extra money for that, I bet. I did, I did. I mean, that car paid for itself in a year. I mean, so yeah, it wasn't so much. It was, it was fun stuff. Yeah. Were you there when they did it? No, not for that particular scene. I was in another one with um, uh, oh, the blonde kid that was in a bunch of stuff, and Ricky Schroeder. Uh, oh, it yeah. was in, it was in one of the movies he did. And it was one of the the star cars, so I got to drive it in the cruising scenes and stuff. And then it sat in front of a, a mock restaurant, a fifty style diner. Nice, nice. So you get the idea where we're going with this. Uh, one of the car shows uh, we watch from time to time, Magnum PI. Now I did watch the old one. I have watched the new one. Today it's time for another TV and movie car episode. Thanks to our friends at Star Cars. Today we are looking at two different cars. The first will be the owner of a Ferrari 308. The second will be the owner of a car from the Transformers movie, and that will be uh, one of the Camaros. Yeah. Bumblebee Camaros. The first Bumblebee Camaro. I mean, anybody can bring a brand new Camaro and slap a Bumblebee sticker on it. GM made a replica that you could buy at the dealership of the new one. That's cheating. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? It is. It's product placement. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Yeah. The first one was not product placement. The second one, they said, "Hey, wait a minute, guys, stop using stuff we don't make anymore. Here's a new one. Hold, have some fun." That's right. It's not like the Steve McQueen Mustang. Well, actually, it's no. exactly like the like Steve, Steve McQueen, McQueen Mustang. Right. Now that I think the bullet car. Yeah. But I do want to say that didn't they do a Starsky and Hutch version of the Torino? Well, a lot of people did, but Ford didn't. They didn't put that paint job on. 
that I'm aware of. Now, I'm sure one of our viewers will will correct yeah, us. Yeah, if you if you hear uh, about it, because I I believe somebody did. So, yeah, if they you know if they did, that'd be great. And uh, or Ford might have toward the end at least yeah. put it on a paint job. And we'll mention think... we'll mention you on the show. Yeah, absolutely. We'll mention you on the show. And uh, and if you like this idea of asking you guys questions, hit like on your uh, YouTube page and let us know. Uh, it'll give us an idea that you guys are interested because we want to run some ideas by you. We'd like you to get a little more interactive with us on the show. All right. Yeah. Speaking of interactive on the show, yes. let's get right to it because okay. we have some cars we're going to show you a uh, guided tour of the whole thing. And we'll see how that works. Uh, first off, of course, Magnum PI, the owner of the Ferrari 308 GTS. Let's bring him in, ladies and gentlemen. Hit the cheap sound effects. It's Oscar Verdugo joining us, ladies and gentlemen. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, Oscar Verdugo <laughs> joining us live from the Magnum's lair. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you're not in Hawaii, sir. No, no, not at all. In a beautiful Hacienda, California. Hacienda well, Heights. Hacienda Heights. Hawaii. Bob, I'm sure you get confused with that all the time. They're, they're so close. Yeah. I mean, you know, no, because with an H, what more can you ask for? Exactly. No. At least, you know, you, unless you're in Hawaiian gardens, where that would be something completely no. different. No, no. I'll, I'll give you some greenery there. Oh, there, there you go. go. Right, right. There you go. Wow, I didn't know there was any of that greenery stuff around, although no. there's a lot of brown stuff around, but I understand that completely. Oscar, uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, again, you are the man who is behind uh, certainly one of the Ferrari 308 GTSs that uh, maybe not the GTS, but certainly one of them remind us all of the original TV show, Magnum. And as I mentioned on the intro, the last time we saw a Thomas Magnum Ferrari 308 GTS, it got blown up in the first episode. Oh of the new one <laughs> that's right did you that's did, right. You, when a, did you see that and b what was your reaction when you saw that uh, you know I, when i i didn't think they were going to do that i thought maybe they were just going to put it leave it in the garage and say oh you know an emergency car or something no i didn't expect for them to go over the uh, it was a little a little bit a little large but it was it was fun here let, let me explain what the reaction was yeah that was basically <laughs> it go ahead bob it reminds me of the original Mod Squad. And if you remember, they destroyed that wonderful Mercury Woody at the beginning of this next season. Uh, was it, I don't remember if it was the beginning. Was it the beginning of the next season? Or? Yeah, I, I believe it was the first show of the new season. Uh, the it was starting all over again. Boom, there goes a collectible car that's rare. <laughs> yeah, I talked to Michael Cole on this very program. Uh, not this episode, obviously, but Michael Cole told me that on that car, apparently they had kind of a believability issue because on the show, the Mercury wagon would be yeah. chasing Ferraris and chasing all these hot cars and catching them. Yeah. And no one was buying that. I can't imagine why. I, don't, I mean, and apparently the other part was Dodge came in and said, hey, we'll do a sponsorship if you drive one of our cars. And so they went, huh, for a minute. And the next thing you know, they had a Challenger convertible. That was pretty much it for the Mercury. But they had to set it on fire like four times because it wouldn't, wouldn't blow wouldn't up. Light. <laughs> So they had to reenact the scene over and over again because the stupid thing wouldn't go down the hill. 
Well, yeah, the mercury was resistant. Come on. I mean, maybe the you know mercury lo you know, logos got wings on the on the uh, shoes, but the car didn't fly. No, uh, no, no, probably probably better asbestos. Yeah, well, <laughs> they could have done it many ways, and and there you go. That's uh, that's kind of how that worked. So again, the Magnum they blew it up right off the top, and I think that kind of got everybody out of the way of this yeah. is going to be a different show. Yeah, right. well, you know, hey, it's got to improve the value of the one he's got. Yeah, I'd say so. I think. What, 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 out there. Yeah. Well, I have, has anybody offered you uh, like money for this uh, 308 you have, Oscar? You know, I had it. You know, I have people, you know, at the shows and, uh, you know, at star car events that, you know, people come up, hey, are you interested in selling it? I'll, you know, here's my number. If you're interested, I'll, you know, give me a call. I've, you know, I've got several of those, but, you know, I've, I've never really been interested in selling it. Uh, I've had other Ferraris and I've sold them. Uh, and the only reason I've kept this is uh, because of Nate, <laughs> Nate Truman, because, you know, he keeps calling me for these events and he says, hey, I need you to, <laughs> to do this. Hey, can you come and do this? absolutely there you go you know and uh when i can when i can now it's been a little bit tough in the last couple of years uh just because of uh uh things that are going on in you know in business world and personal but uh, i try to you know, keep the car hopefully in, in working order and uh it's, it's usually it's just in the storage you know covered up uh it sees its maintenance work every you know eight years seven eight years i'll go and have it <laughs> oh eugene you'll take care of it you know and then, uh, then it goes back in the garage, so it's it's has only thirty five thousand miles on original miles on it. So it's really it's yeah yeah. 30, I bought wow. it. I bought the car with seventeen thousand miles on it, and the owner that I bought it from put sixteen thousand of those on her. The original owner only put a thousand miles on it, wow. and uh, yeah. So it's it's uh, it's been. It's it's a new motor. It's everything. Every time I take it in, it looks you know it looks the same. Uh, maybe they change some belts and they change a couple of seals here and there, and and uh, write a check for eight thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. Well. So, how well, much does it cost to do a tune-up on that? Uh, it's fuel injection. So usually when I when they I take it in, they do they just run the whole service through it. And it's probably about, it started, when I first started, it was like 6,500 bucks. And the last time was about a year ago, just about, just before the pandemic. And it was 7,900. 7, and then they added a couple, I had a little couple of other things done. They, I had them redo the, the alternator just to make sure, because I had a light turning on and uh, did, we didn't know where it was. So they fixed that and, uh, you know, threw a couple hundred bucks more for that. So it's about, I would say about close to $8,000 for the last service I did on it. Holy yeah. socks, Batman. Yeah. That's a lot of yeah. money. That's a lot of, well, that's a lot of money. And that's why, you know, I had a Testarossa and that one ran me, would run me about 10 to 12, depending on how much work needed, you know, needed. But I only did this major service one time on that. And then I sold it. I just recently, well, I sold it about three years ago. Yeah, I don't blame you. I mean, no, I mean, you know, I, that's what I paid for a whole car. 
Yeah, that's what my dad says. You know, you know, remember your first car? I paid 50 bucks for it. <laughs> yeah, but it was never with Tom Selleck on a TV show. You know what I mean? That's well, I don't know. You know, an Opal, you know, 1959 Opal record, you know, Canary Yellow, man. That's a real, you know, chicka magnet. 59 Opal. <laughs> you know, I actually yeah. know what those look like. How scary is that? Plus, it, 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 it. I want to say <laughs> that I had as a kid. There was a Opal record little, what do you call it? The kind of car where if you ran the wheels and then you let it go by itself and it would just start yeah. going. I think yeah. I had one of those back. Yeah, the well, I had a 59. That was my, um, actually, my dad gave me this in, in gosh, when I was uh, 15 or 15 years old. And that was my uh, how to learn how to drive car. And it was a three okay. speed on the column. Uh, I think the, the top speed was maybe at best 70, 65, 70. Built in yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I would had a governor the, on it, probably. Yeah, my dad would grab a beer. Uh, we'd get in the car and go over to the college parking lot. It was over by Cal State LA. Uh, uh, we lived right there in the, the University Hills area. And uh, I would drive all the way to the parking lot, you know, drive all the way down through, you know, residential, go in the parking lot and make circles for, you know, and, until he finished his beer and then we'd head back. <laughs> so, <laughs> and that's how I learned how to drive. I learned how to drive stick that way. So and, if uh, I get it right, you, your driving drove your dad to drink. Is that what you're saying? No, I, I, I was more of an accomplice. <laughs> more of you know <laughs> you know it, it wouldn't you know maybe be upset with mom or something and then he goes you know hey, get the car keys let's go uh, uh, grab, a, grab me a beer on the way out <laughs> i see okay yeah, so that was my very first car was my, an opal record wow well you've come a long way let's let's yeah. take it let's take a step back and and as far as the jump to the 308 uh is that your first ever star car that you got involved in Yes, the, the, the 308, the, yeah, the, our beloved Magnum mobile, yeah. <laughs> yes, and what kind of, well, I know obviously you liked it on the show, but what was your first step that you actually took going beyond the, gee, it'd be nice to have that car. What did you do next to find one? Or what made you decide to find it? You know, the, 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 way, the way I came across the 308, I've always liked the 308. I, you, know, you know, I saw the show, you know, I wasn't a big fan but I love the car and um, I'm a general contractor and that was my, you know, I build things and mostly all commercial, never did residential. And I had a client who said, uh, you know, I've got, uh, my son needs some work in his house. And I said, yeah, you know, I just don't do residential. I, you know, I do buildings. I do, you know, interiors of uh, high rise buildings. I don't do that. And, uh, but I did work in his house because, you know, he was a client of a high rise and I did some work for him. And, uh, in his in his garage was the 308 next to a, a Bentley next to a whole bunch of you had a huge garage and I used to love looking at the car and I told him you know one of these days you're gonna you got to sell me that car I said oh, I'm never gonna sell this car you know okay and then one day he was asking me hey my son's got his house he got it's got you got to work on it I said no nah, I just I just can't do it you know I just I just can't get involved <laughs> with this and he went along like this and, hey, well, can you draw the plans? Can you help him get a permit? And so I, I helped him with that. And then one day he says, hey, uh, come in. Uh, I, I want to do some changes. Can you meet me at you know, my son's house and we'll, uh, and we'll go over this? So I went and he said, uh, listen, uh, 
I, you need to work on this house. You know, what's it going to take? I said, listen, I, I just I just don't do residential. And he reached in his pocket. Uh, he put the Ferrari keys on the coffee table. And I just said, OK, I'll start on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it was as simple as that. <laughs> it was simple as that. You know, Very good. Boy. You know, but, you know, finished the job, picked up the car and, and uh, that was it. So you actually getting the car really had nothing to do with the show, it, you know, and you no. looking for one as opposed to it was just a business deal. Yeah, I mean, originally, you know, I, I would probably eventually would have bought the car because I really did like it. Uh, but, you know, uh, I wasn't in a market for one. I did, you know, it, it just came, it was there. It, it, it fell on my lap and I said, awesome, you know, let's, let's, I'll do it. You know, let's, let's, you know, let's start the job, you know, finish the job, got him, got his son's work done and uh, took the car home. Now, the only thing that, that, uh, that really I did not like about the car when I first bought it is that uh, the wheels were painted red and it was the most hideous Ugh. looking color. And I was embarrassed to drive the car with the red wheels. <laughs> so, so I literally went online before I even brought the car home. I found some uh, Ferrari wheels, good old, you know, you know, good old eBay or found some wheels, purchased the wheels, got some hubs made for it. And uh, uh, because they weren't, they were from a Mondale, they were Mondial, they weren't from a, a 308, which was really nice because the wheels were wider and it really looked great in the back of the back of the car looked fantastic because were, they were, it was a wider looking rear end. So I had those wheels put on, drove it like that for a while and had my, uh, my service guy paint the wheels, have the wheels redone. And then I put the original wheels back on because it was just a hideous looking car. And, um, there's a show on TV on Channel Seven. I can't uh, remember the name. It's the uh, where the kid goes back to his, his you know, his past, you know, his, and he's a filmmaker. Adam, uh, I forget what his name. Well, he's uh, in one of the episodes that they have there. Uh, they're talking about the Ferrari. He's got to get a Ferrari 308 and this and that. All of a sudden, here comes a Ferrari, and it had the same ugly red wheels on it, and I, I could not believe. It. I said. That could not have been factory, but they had the same exact ugly red wheels. Really? Yeah. That wasn't like your car years before. No, no, oh, no. Okay. Mine was. It was just some some guy that they rented the Ferrari from, and it was the same red ugly wheels. And everybody, <laughs> <laughs> all my Ferrari friends, when I tell them that story, goes, "You know what? I knew a guy that had some with red wheels. That's the ugliest looking thing I'd have ever seen." <laughs> <laughs> and they were they were they were hideous you know but you uh, thought you thought your guy fixed your wheels he yeah. had another set he sold your wheels I, he Maybe probably that. did yeah <laughs> probably that's exactly what he did yeah now you're but, for uh, you're for i'm sorry go ahead no so that was you know that that's the only thing i hated about the car when i first got it that was uh i i, I refused to drive it like that it's just you know <laughs> wow so your Ferrari, you've had that for a while, and that's actually been on TV as well through Star Cars, I assume. What were some, mm -hmm. where would we have seen your car show up? Well, I did, a, I've done a couple of things. One was uh, 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 Jimmy Kimmel uh, rented it for a skit with rapper T.I., and they did a skit called uh, Magnum T.I., which was basically <laughs> the intro of the, of the show. 
and uh, it, and he's basically they use the the car. What do you call it? As the you know on a green screen, he's sitting on there. He's doing his thing, and he throws a grenade. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's what yeah, Selleck yeah. used to do all the time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. throw a grenade, and the car explodes. And I, which I never, you know, I, I never seen him throw a grenade, but you know. Okay. Well, Jay Hernandez, <laughs> would have, I think Jay Hernandez on the new one probably would have thrown a grenade, but he's not in that car anymore. So it doesn't really matter now, does it? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to do, uh, uh, well, I did an event for AARP. No, not AARP. Uh, what is it? Uh, I'm not going to say a product, but it was an insurance company that Magnum, that uh, Tom Selleck is on now. Uh -huh. He's uh he's on a commercial now for uh for reverse uh, insurance or reverse mortgage things. Yeah. So the, that company called me and said, "Hey, we're going to have him come out here. We're doing this big event in uh, uh which is um, the Crystal Cathedral down here, and I be believe it's like Anaheim. They were having the event uh, outdoors in that area. So they wanted to rent the car. They wanted me to drive him in with the car, and." Uh, uh, and everybody was going to wear Hawaiian shirts and everybody was going to wear fake mustaches like him. So, at, 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 and they had this massive screen. So at the end, uh, I guess this is when he was, he was still doing his, uh, his, um, um, you know, his show in New York, canceled, could not make it. So now I'm bringing in the president of uh, the insurance company and some other exec who wanted to be in there. Um, so I drove him in and it was really funny and they filmed it for this for a commercial, which they never wound up releasing. It was just corporate stuff. Mm -hmm. So every you get off there and everybody was wearing the, the, the Hawaiian shirt and even the women were wearing the wearing the, the fake mustache. It was really, it was really you think funny. they were fake. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that oh, was, we've that just lost the sponsor, write them off, but okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we've, of course, we've done the tons of parades, and uh, we've done a couple of other uh, corporate things, but uh, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. I remember talking to Larry Minetti, who was uh, one of the guys on the original show, mm -hmm. and he actually, once the show ended, I believe he was one of the guys that bought the original Ferrari 308 GTS, from the show so he actually held on to it for a while and as the story goes or as, as he told me once he is saying that apparently the car just had all sorts of problems and could never really run right and uh he, he paid a lot of money to keep it going until he eventually said to heck with it and sold it but uh yeah i mean you know how does that car run when you're with it oh it's perfect uh, i've never ever had a problem with the car other than basic basic maintenance uh let's see i did have the the clutch adjusted once mm -hmm. um i did have uh the change the pads on the on the wheels just for my you know, i just wanted them changed uh oil transmission fluid and that's mm -hmm. it and then, of course the they change the belts and stuff that's part of the the, the major service right uh, but my car has always driven uh, like like a new car every, never time had, service, never had from. every time the service advisor sees you coming down the street he goes okay i think we can go to europe this year <laughs> <laughs> i have I, I have eugenio on speed dial so, <laughs> but yeah. you know, it's, okay. you know, there was a couple of times that, you know, I had something with the car, you know, Hey, I think the belt busted or is loose or something, or, or, uh, you know, he tweaked the, the, the smog, uh, what is it again? Um, pump so it can run a little better. Hey, I'm going to go do a parade. I need to, for you to 
I don't want the car to heat up. Can you put another fan in it? Things like that. And he would take care of it really quick for me because he knew I needed it for, a, for an event or something. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, other than that, no, I've never actually had a problem with the car at all. Dude, dude, uh, you, go ahead. We need to see the car. We oh, do. Okay. I think it's time. Right. It's, it's right around. So why don't you flip the button here and let's take a look at the car and kind of give us a running commentary. Do you drive it with those plates on? You know, I have a few times coming out for parades that I forget to change them. But uh, <laughs> I've never you know, been pulled been, over. No, no, I've never been pulled over. But, uh, you know, they are. Uh, I've, I've accidentally left them on a couple of times just from events, star car events. Yeah. Still has a, it isn't a Ferrari unless it's red. You know, um, I used to say that all the time. And um, I had a uh, Ferrari Testarossa, a 91, that was Sarah Blue and, and cream interior. And I, you know, I always wanted a red, a red Testarossa with, uh, you know, with leather interior, with tan interior. And then uh, I was told, hey, there's, a, there's one for sale. You want, you want to take a look at it? And I said, no, it's, it's not red. So uh, I went, he said, it's in uh, Reno, Nevada. Uh, so you're going to have to with a cug and fly up and see it. And the guy that, uh, the guy that was selling it says, listen, bring a checkbook with you or a cashier's check. And uh, if you like it, you know, uh, you can take it, you know, I'll tell you, you know, transport it, whatever we want to do. And I said, no, no, it's not red, you know? <laughs> and the second I got there and uh, the guy had came up and uh, uh, had a driver come and pick me up at the airport, my uh, business partner and me. And as soon as we drove into his lot, his uh, things, I got out of the car and I couldn't even, I couldn't even pull the check out fast enough. I thought I was going to rip it because <laughs> I thought he was going to say, you know what? I changed my mind. But uh, no, it's uh, it's that was my favorite car. I sold it a, a, about three years ago, a little bit over three years ago, uh, because uh, I I used to store both of the cars in my office building in uh, South Pasadena. But um, I sold that building, not thinking of where I was going to st- store these cars after I uh, after I got rid of <laughs> the building. <laughs> so. Uh, I now would call again, uh, rent a space and I kept the Ferrari in, uh, in the garage. And, uh, and the problem was I didn't drive with the Testarossa and I was afraid that, you know, uh, things are going to start leaking. Things are going to start drying out. Um, and I finally said, you know, I told my wife, I think I'm going to sell it. Cause I don't, uh, I don't would call again, uh, I, I don't like seeing it just sitting around there and it's, and I'm really afraid things are going to start costing me a lot more money. So you I know, my wife does the same thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> there are things drying up leaking and, and you know but it's illegal to sell me well not that you wouldn't some, try though in, no, in some states yeah, some states <laughs> some of you uh, listening in another state probably uh, if, if this is something that you know about well hit the like button and uh, let us know what you think what state is uh, where it would work ah you do have the detroit tigers cap and right oh, yeah. there is the uh, here. Let's let's get this. The Robin Ti from the yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Right. Of course, uh, uh, if you had an opportunity to get another car from a TV or movie, what would it be? Uh, probably the Spider from uh, um, Miami Vice, the Black Spider. Huh? I definitely like that car. Uh, the McBurney, but, the McBurney but, car. 
I don't know if I buy a McBurney, but I don't know if I can afford the other one. <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. The McBurney car, at least you, you go into, uh, you know, you lube it and, you know, 50 yeah. bucks, you're out the door and it's already serviced. Yeah, yeah I, you know, I was actually going to buy it with Nate uh, over Truman was saying, well, you know, there's one for sale. You ought to take a look at it. And I did take a look at it and uh, it just it just looked it did not look legit. It just looked like, you know, like somebody threw this body on the on a on a Corvette and uh, yeah. it just didn't look right. There was just too many things that just didn't look right on it. So I just I don't want to spend my I don't want to spend time working on these cars. I don't I don't really like to put time into cars. I just like to drive them. You know, you know, I've never been a never been a, a real grease monkey. Uh, when I was a kid, yeah, you know, I used to do things to the cars that you know that I would get, but not not now. To uh, I'm too. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like oil under my nails. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. <laughs> so, what else do you have in your garage right now? Uh, the only cars. thing that, that, as far as the other cars I drive, well, my wife and my wife owns uh, uh, her original seven Camaro LT, uh, still original condition. It looks like it's brand new. Uh, we also have a regular SL 500 Mercedes. Uh, we drive a, oh gosh, a Escalade. And my and my daily driver used to be a Prius. Oh, now it's. <laughs> Well, I travel a lot of well, miles, so yeah, yeah. I used to drive a lot of miles. So now it's just a Rav Four because I needed a little bit more space and and the miles and yeah, and I just need to something I can throw plans in, throw things in, and uh, something that's a gas saver. But yeah, I no. get it. Yeah, yeah, that's my workhorse is that. But uh, usually, yeah, the license to... plate frame that says my other car is a Ferrari. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when you drive those cars, nobody believes you. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So, so, everyone has a list top 10 cars or trucks you want someday. Give me your top three of the cars you would like someday. Hmm. I think I would like, um, uh, I do like the California, the Ferrari California, because. You know, uh, I'm not I'm not the, the the slim guy I was when I was in my 30s. Oh, so no. yeah, I, I like something that's really nice and uh, uh, comfortable, and I like the I like the the top. So that would be my first one that I would like it now. Uh, as far as other Ferraris, you know, the Talia, sure, uh, of course, I I would love to. Who wouldn't like to own an Enzo? But you you know, who's gonna pay? Who want to pay for that unless you've got so much money you don't need it? You know. But, I wonder what a tune-up on that goes for. Makes oh gosh, I, I, I can only imagine. Money. Yeah. Oh, oh you, you, yeah. You walk in, the service advisor has a loan application for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, have you exactly. seen? Have you seen the new Magnum? By the way. Yeah, yeah, and it's got. Uh, I just saw it a couple of times, and and I, after I think I, I just saw it like the first season, and then after that, I just uh, got a little bit too. Uh, I don't know. It just it didn't really uh, stick with me very long. So I just kind of I, I, I changed to robot wars or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's a sudden whiplash right there. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, so which of their cars that they have interests you at all, if any? 
Well, the 458 that they had in it is, is pretty is, is pretty nice. I would, you know, of course, like to have that. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, that's about it. I'm not really a big, uh, 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 you know, I don't drive these anymore for, for speed. I that's why I bought the Testarossa because when I had this 308 and I was you know member of the of the Ferrari Club and the Ferrari Owners Club, and uh, we would do runs, you know, all around everywhere, you know, once a month. And when I would take the 308. It, you know, you've got all these other cars just, you know, it, they'd be waiting for you, you know, two miles down the road. Hey, did he, did we lose him? You know, because these guys were just so fast. So I bought the Testarossa and, uh, and then I was able to keep up with everybody. And I, I really enjoyed that. So uh, I also bought a, a 348 at one time, which was the worst car I had ever bought. And I, I virtually got rid of the car between the sale and the time I got to the house. I had already made a call to, hey, you got to get rid of this thing. I don't like it. So that car I never really, I don't even say I, I owned it because I, I think it was in like 48 hours or something like that turnaround. Wow. It was just one of those cars that you just d- did not like or didn't feel it's not me, you know. But, uh, and this one, surprisingly, I, I thought I would, I would, when I got the Testarossa, I had a, you know, there was, uh, many times I thought, oh, I'm just going to sell this, you know, I don't, I don't drive this, you know, and then all of a sudden uh, star cars came along and, and uh, it became, it became a lot of fun, you know, uh, made a lot of friends. I was one of what they call the core members with Nate. Uh, let me see. It was Nate, uh, Paul Nye. Oh gosh. There was a couple of other people that I, I'm trying to remember their name. Is, they're not even in the group. Uh, Alex Wong. Mm-hmm. These are all these were the original guys in the, in the group. And uh, we would get together every week, just about something to do. There was there was always wow. something to do, and it was a lot of fun hanging out with these guys. And I stopped going to Ferrari events. She would love to go to these events because uh, the other ladies were there. They're looking at their right. Gucci bags and they're drinking. Uh, yeah, they're having their wine and they're having and they're going to all these great. We're going to all these great restaurants. So they, they the guys are all just talking about cars and the, and the women are so she loved it. So we you know we did that and she she enjoyed doing that. And right. uh, but but after a while you know you just yeah it's, it's it's time to do something else. So absolutely, Star cars. yeah. yeah. Well, Oscar, we appreciate the time. We appreciate you telling us a little bit about the car and why you got into a Ferrari 308 GTS. Good luck to you. We'll see your car, I'm sure, around doing some other stuff. Sounds great. All right, Oscar. We're going to take a break. When we return, we will have more, another star car to look at. Bob and I will look transfixed and transposed and in a Trans Am. Who knows what will be happening? We will be checking it out, and he'll be drinking more from that Tommy's Cup when we return on the Talking About Cars podcast on Radio.com and, of course, the Two Tired Guys YouTube page right after this timeout. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Talking About Cars podcast as we uh, continue our Star Cars number four, four edition. I should know where I am here. Four edition. We talk (laughs) about the Bumblebee, one of the stars of the Transformer movies. And of course, the car that was the star, there were two versions of it. Of course, the brand new updated car. But frankly, we like, since we're old and crotchety, we like the old and crotchety version Uh, That is the uh, classic Camaro Bumblebee and its owner, Ray Galluccio, and his son, Justin, who is his uh, electronics editor right there. How are you guys doing? Thanks for joining us. Doing good. Doing good, man. Woke up this morning. Uh, We got some bright uh, California sun uh, and everything's well. (laughs) Awesome. Very good. 
I like to hear that. Of course, everybody on the East Coast now throwing their snow at us right now. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. 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 we got another foot. We got another foot of sunshine today. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. So let's let's go right for it. And of course, uh, your car background uh, behind you there is the Camaro. We will look at it in greater depth in a little bit. Uh, but let's talk a little bit about uh, the cars. And and are you guys car people? I mean, do you consider yourself um, real car aficionados? You know or, what? We dabble. We dabble. Let me let me tell you my car experience. Right, I, I do a lot of uh, the Hollywood stuff to the car. Uh, you know, a, uh, a thermostat is two two bolts, right? Well, yeah. I go to undo one bolt, no problem. Second bolt, pop. Two bolts. It's not that hard. So I yeah, I like I like looking at cars. I like the dabble. You know, do like upholstery stuff, painting stuff, whatever. But cars mechanical. Besides, I, like I, I was a brain. Too many, too many more parts. I get confused. <laughs> see, see, I like this guy. I think, I think most of us are like that. Even though, you know, we can do little things. Bob, you've seen me work on cars. I mean, I can yeah. do little things. It's when we yeah. get to the heavy duty stuff that both of us put our heads together and nothing happens. That's we, a, can, we can break parts easily. Exactly. Well, you, guys, you guys are, you know, you heard my thermostat story. So you guys, if you can know how to do even more than that, then you guys are uh, mechanical wizards beside, before me. So, yeah. Oh, I can break parts on just about any part of a car. And we have. And I think we have. Is about yes. Like, yeah. And a couple of times we did it together. Oh, yeah, we could do this. And then it's like. Why isn't it working? It's not working the way it's supposed to be. Your car's bleeding. What's happening? Yeah. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I don't think it's supposed to be that way. Uh, no. Don't fix it. <laughs> exactly. So, Ray, did you grow up in a uh, Chevy family, a Ford family, or what? You know, the funny part is, uh, we it, to me, as long as the car's cool, I don't really care. There's, there's, you got people like that whole that snowboard, skier. I, I don't care. Because we have a, actually have a 69 Ford Mustang, which is the wife's. So oh, Okay. And then we own a Toyota and a Nissan. So it's like, what, you know, whatever. I mean, I know, I'm going to get shown for the Nissan and the Toyota thing. But yeah, uh, it doesn't, as long as the car is cool, it can be made by anybody. Not so really. Yeah, you're bilingual when it comes to cars. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I mean, after all, you know, you got to drive cars around nowadays. This isn't Detroit in 1972, no, where, right. you know, you drive around and there is no, there are no Nissans or anything no. like that. Pontiacs, Oldsmobiles, all the cool cars. Yeah, all the, yeah, all the American made stuff. Exactly. Yeah, car is cool. I'm, I'm good. I, it can be made by anybody. Absolutely. All right. So, what was your first car? Wow. Uh, first car I had in high school was a '74 Gremlin. All right. I like this guy already. Yeah. It was owned by a little old lady, and yeah, it. I mean, outside of when you hit a puddle, you would you're done because the way they set up is. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then I then I bumped up to a, a '78 uh, uh, Firebird. So, yeah, that's quite a bump. Okay. Yeah. You put a trunk on it, at least, you know, you got to get yeah. used to driving with that, you know, the caboose out there. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Oh. 74. So was it like a, a spree or was it like a, what kind of Firebird was it? Oh, the Firebird was uh, um, uh, the, ba the basic model. Um, I forget. Yeah, I think uh, that's what they called it. The Esprit. Yeah. And I had, I had to add the fin to it stuff because to, to me, a Camaro or a Firebird without the, without the tail fin is just weird. I mean, unless you're a Rockford file fan, then, then cool. But for me, it, it, it needs to be. <laughs> well, what was the old story about the car that um, that they used in that was actually a more loaded car, but they ended up taking off 
the wow. uh, the error thing, the grabber seal in the back That's and all crazy. that. <laughs> because they wanted it to kind of look more than, you know, not as good as, as, as nice as it was. Like a detect, like a plane wrap detective type of car thing. Exactly. So, yeah. 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 So, you know, that, that kind of works. So, it worked, yeah. Yeah. He lived in a trailer. You're going to put him in a Trans Am? Come on. <laughs> on the beach, for heaven's sakes. Well, yeah, that was the good okay. side. Yeah. How many of you guys have actually taken a car, painted it, and moved to the beach? Do you know what happens to a paint job at the oh. beach? That's why I have a garage. Oh, that's I had fresh salt air. Does does the does the car good? Not. <laughs> oh, when I was out of college, it was the first thing I did is I took my 1968 Chevy Malibu and I painted it at like a Carcoa kind of place or a Earl Scheib Earl Scheib kind of place. And it, but I got the the nicer paint job, and it was yeah. kind of like uh, really dark blue, kind of metal flaky in the whole bit. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, so I had that, and I was waxing it, and everything was fine. Then I moved to the beach for my first radio <laughs> job in beautiful downtown Pismo Beach, California. Mm -hmm. And little by little, my car was suddenly not shining up the way it should be. And it took me years later to find out, oh, salt air. Mm -hmm. Not a smart idea. It's like sandpaper. <laughs> <laughs> hey, salt's not good for us. The cars don't like it either. What the heck? Oh, no. No. Like a wet sanding paper, but yeah, it it injected yeah. up like really good. Yeah. Oh, did it? No. Oh. See, I live and learn, but the car's gone. So, oh well, easy come, right. easy go. But <laughs> yeah, you live and learn. So, right. how did you get involved with the guys at uh, at Star Cars? Funny, funny you mention it. Um, we, uh, I'm a I'm a bike guy normally, uh, like beach cruiser type of Schwinn. vintage Schwinn bikes. So we had a, a buddy gives a straight bar frame. Um, and my son was like, hey, how about we make a P. Herman bike? I'm like, all right, I love the movie. Sweet. Golden. Um, and we made the bike. And then my son saw Star Cars. He said, he said hey, what do you think? Do you think they'll let us in? I said, well, technically, the bike's a vehicle. So let's see what he says. Next thing you know, we're in Star Cars. That's like the cheapest way cool. you can get into Star Cars. The cheapest way. <laughs> so you got on with Pee Wee Herman's bike before bicycle. you had the Camaro? Camaro? Yep. Yep. Yep, that's we we snuck in, and a lot of guys. And the funny part is, our friend Paul. He goes, you know what? I got this DeLorean. It's cool, uh, but people just rush right past that and go straight to Peter Herman's bike. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, what are we, well, I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, hey, whatever works, right? So we snuck in, and then uh, I got a chance to get a Camaro. I wanted like Camaros uh, and Firebirds, so we uh, picked up the Camaro, and uh, rest is history. So talk about that. So when you bought the car, was it for the d intent of putting it in, in the star cars and having it become some sort of uh, transformer clone or were you just buying it? And then the thought of doing something with it came later. Kind of, yeah, kind of the latter. Uh, I was looking for Camaro anywhere from uh, 80 to, uh, to uh, 67, uh, 67 would be the perfect one, but God, God you know, you need like a, a whole bunch of money for that rolling casting five grand, but. So we found the 76, um, and then we, we watched the transform. And like, hey, that looks like our car. Sweet. So then, then it then began the journey. I actually rattle cam this thing behind me. It was a primer gray at first. Definitely a, a primer gray. And then we just looked at different shots from the movie and was like, oh. Frame by frame by frame. Yeah. More than a person yeah. should, unless you're editing. <laughs> uh, and then we rattle canned it and then uh, tricked it out with the rush you see is actually not real. People think it's real. I'm like, no, that's 
Because he Catch first, he, uh, we got the wrong yellow at first. It was a canary yellow. And I'm like, Dad, it looks like Tweety Bird. So, and I was after painting the whole car. So I wanted to do a Bart Simpson to my son, but I didn't. And But it actually worked out because we painted a darker color. And then the lighter color where I didn't get it shone through. So it looked like it was faded. So, oh, okay. Faded. There you go. <laughs> so you actually spray canned that car yellow. Yep. Dri- drips and all. I actually kept the drips, which my OCD almost drove me insane, but. I'm like, if a, cra- if a car dealer, a crappy car used car dealer, what would they do? They would actually rattle can and let the drips happen, whatever, just to sell it. So I was like, all right, cool. So I kind of got in the spirit of... Uh, I forgot, but I know he's played by Bernie Mac. Yeah, I kind of got in the, 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 the spirit of a used car dealer. What would I do to, to make as much money and keep it as cheap as possible? I, you know, I can think of... my used car dealer. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm getting pictures of, of Ralph Williams and... Uh... And what's his name with the Dodge? His dog Spot and Cal Worthington. Dog, Cal Worthington. Yeah. 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 So those people out of California, those were notorious dealers yep. here in Southern California. Ralph uh, spent his time in uh, a couple of different prisons of choice, and uh, <laughs> but uh, Cal Worthington always stayed above board. He he That's never right. got arrested for anything. He was just very flamboyant. He used to make fun of everything the other dealer was doing. And the dog spot came about because the sales manager always had a German shepherd with him. Nice. And so Cal Worthington had his dog spot and every time it was everything, but a dog, it could have exactly. been an elephant. It could have been a turtle, you know, it didn't matter. <laughs> you know, Cal would stand on his head to beat all deals. Oh, yeah, yeah, but I never saw him do that. I They turned the camera upside down, but I never saw him stand <laughs> would, on his head. He would stand on his head until his, what was that? His face was turning red? Is that what it was? Something like that, yeah. His feet were turning red? No, he was wearing shoes. I don't remember exactly what I don't remember, was. but he'd say he'd do it just to make the deal. And um, he had some of those rattle canned cars on his lot. He did? Yeah, I, I did. I did good. I channeled my inner uh, used car guy. That's By the go. way, ladies and gentlemen, for those of you with lawyers, that's Bob Beck <laughs> talking about this, not Randy Crudun, the guy whose name is on the podcast. I just want to make that perfectly clear. All right. Because Cal Worthington is still around a no, he's fine. Not. Well, the, the dealership is, isn't it's it? Not, I think his son took over. His son may have taken over, but Cal yeah. uh, went to but the big dealership in the sky. But isn't it called Worthington whatever? It or may have been. There's a whole bunch of them. There was one in Sacramento. Yeah, he's all the way up in Washington and so forth. He was all is over he really? the place. Yeah, wow. he was a mega dealer. Okay. And his son, is he walking around with uh, bears on cars? I don't think so. Yeah, I think he took over for his dad. He took Did over? He? Okay. Yeah. But not I in think. the same flamboyant manner. He's more of a... I don't think, no, no. It's no. just still go see Cal, but I don't think they do that crazy. I mean, they no. could. I don't think they do that. I guess that means your kids are not as flamboyant as you for example justin are you yes. as flamboyant as dad no 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 he'll he'll no. he'll cosplay as deadpool and stuff like that once in a while so i'm not i don't, I don't get that crazy he's not as crazy. Right. he tones it down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> he, he's not old enough to not care is that exactly. how, you know i've i've seriously i've become that guy that gets older like hey dude you're naked I, yeah I okay you don't, you don't care. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. as long as you're not at the mall or something like that, yeah. it'd yeah, be kind of weird. But unless you're frowned on. Yeah. It's... <laughs> you, you could be at Wally Mart and then you fit right in, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wally Mart? You have your own little show. <laughs> you know, the Wall Martians. 
right? Exactly. Sad. They, they, uh, was it Men in Black? They, they, aliens do exist. <laughs> They're Omar. Were, were they wearing pants? I have to remember. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Men in Black said nothing about pants. This. Exactly. <laughs> so, has your car been in a movie or anything like that yet? Uh, not yet. We've uh, we've been in. Uh, I mean, uh, God, a plethora of, of uh, events. You know, charity events, Halloween, Christmas parade. Um, yeah, but nothing. No, no. As far as uh, no, no movies at all. No commercials. But hey, we're looking. If you guys, <laughs> we'll pick myself up. Need a Bobby Camaro? We're here. <laughs> Has Go anyone ahead. ever approached you about the car and said, that's not the real one? You know what? Uh, to be honest with you, no, they don't. Um, they actually think it's the one from the movie. Uh, okay, the big good. thing they look for is, and I'll show you later, the, the air freshener. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, the Biatch air freshener. And the disco and, ball. And the disco ball. They're like, oh, he's got that. As long as you have that, pretty much, you're, you're golden. I mean, because I can point out, my OCD can point out 9,000 things wrong on this car, but we say it's like 99.9% .9 accurate. Um but yeah, never anybody go, oh, that's not the real car. The weirder thing is it's more of the Pee Wee Herman bike than you would think. And it's more the weird stuff on the Pee Wee Herman bike. Like one guy, he almost got down in like a push-up type of pose. And he's like, oh, your kickstand's wrong or the tire's wrong. It's or always the, something Or the minor, tire yeah. pressure's not right. Always something minor. <laughs> do, do you have the bike with you right now? It's actually yeah, right behind us. Oh, <laughs> we got to get a tour we, of the we, bike, too. We got to see it, yeah. All right, all right. I'll tell you what, as long as you're doing, let's, let's take a look at the bike, and we'll kind of go gonna through. My, I'm going to have my assistant. Uh, my, my assistant. Yeah, and, and yeah. Uh, you can you can kind of give us the tour, and we'll be quiet and, and yeah, get off. additional questions. We'll you. Go ahead. I'm afraid that I hope I don't lose. Yeah, so everything, uh, these bag, three printed. If you want to make a Pee Herman bike, uh, it's a labor of love. Uh, these bikes can go in here from eight to 10 grand if you make one. Wow. So you put this one together though, or did you buy yeah. this as is? Oh, no, no. I, I actually built a couple of for people. Uh, Alamo Brewhouse, we made one for. Um, a couple of the customers, uh, we made them for. But they're not, they're, it's sad because some of the parts are expensive. Like this tiger siren? Cat That's head. the lion head, basically, the lion head horn. Yep, the siren. Mm -hmm. okay. now, what was the basic yep, bike it, that it gets cruised? Well, uh, a lot of people don't know what it is. It's I, they people think it's a Schwinn DX, which I do have. Um, but this is a Montgomery Ward Hawthorne from the 1930s, 1940s. Ooh, okay, that so is really a vintage bike. bike. Oh yeah, and you can tell if you can see that you know how the, how you got the axles that uh, they got the screws that hold the axle back. That's mm -hmm. that's how you get the older older bike. Okay, I like so. the Springer front fork. That's that's good. Much. It's red and white. It has a red seat. Has a little uh, kind of a package containers on the back on the sides, kind of like saddle saddle, saddle bags. Yeah. Has a Same. lion horn or a lion siren in the front. Has double lights in the back, and it's a bicycle. It's kind yeah. of your old classic fifties, sixties bicycle with that kind of little headlight on the uh, front fender. Well, like he says, this one's a nineteen thirty something Montgomery Ward. Yeah, so that's uh, yeah, 19, the 1940 Montgomery Hawthorne. Is that what he used, or is this the one you just made this one out of? I pretty much just made this one out of it. Um, a lot of people think a they had it was a Schwinn DX, which is about the same as a straight bar frame. I actually have one of those. I have two of them. Uh, and if I ever wanted to make it exactly accurate, accurate, I could actually take all this stuff off and put it on put it on that bike. Pee Wee Herman actually did ride what brand? Yeah, I think it was a. I think it was a. It was a. It was a
what kind of shape was it in when you got it? It was a it was a barn find. <laughs> it was uh, as crappy as you can get. But see, back in the day, they made them out of steel, so you could sandblast it till the cows come home, even if it's got like major issues, and it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Nice. But yeah, that's pretty much what we did. So yeah. So let's move on to the car. All the stuff, all the rust you see on this thing is pretty much fake. It's all Hollywood. Hollywood, and how do you make rust for Hollywood? I pretty much uh, got spray paint, rust, rust color spray paint, stuck it in the can. As you can see, uh -huh. it's all, all fake, not real at all. But on camera, we you know, show up as it, real. Yeah. It, as we discussed about rust is cancer. And of course, you get the natural stuff that happens. The paint when it starts chipping. See, like I'm not. Like, and you have, uh, I see you have the personalized so I'm not even plate. Fix that and I see you have. <laughs> and I see you have a personalized plate. Oh, yeah. Yep. You have to. <laughs> Pretty now, much. Did this car have all the spoilers uh, that you needed, or did you have to add those? No, it did. It had this. Well, actually, matter of fact, we're going to check the VIN number because we might. We think this might have been actually in the movie, possibly as one of the cars, because it's got a dent in the same spot, right there, as it did in the movie. So, oh. thing is, I don't know. I mean, I mean, could it be Quintanel? Yes, it could be, but I don't. I don't. You know, I don't really know. I mean, it could. So, how did, if you, I the, how did you find the car before you bought it? Uh, believe it or not, Craigslist, where we find we find every car. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> we got really really good luck with them. Let me go inside real quick. I'll show you the inside of it. And then I'll show you the fun part, the engine compartment. But this is the inside. And this is, this is the air freshener I was telling you about. Now this, okay. okay, so it does have a bumblebee. Oh, I see. It has, it's a bumblebee air ball. freshener, but it's also uh, kind of like a disco ball hanging. Yeah, that's the thing that everybody looks for. And then, of course, the steering wheel, which you just, we just uh, made it more accurate. Uh, in the movie, it's a chrome with the Transformer logo. Oh, okay. So it's a yellow car, yep. obviously, like Bumblebee, and it's got the two stripes down mm -hmm. uh, the middle. Which is, I, I actually I actually also put it on there. Oh, you did? <laughs> okay. So you had to get a new hood. So I did or all, did... all the stuff. Okay. No, actually, it came with that hood, believe it or not. It did. That, that, that was the really. hood it came with. Now I'm going to hand the camera to my son so I can show you the fun part, the engine. Ah, Please. okay, there you go. And of course, I can start it up for you if you want, so you can hear the engine does it rumble oh yeah hang on <laughs> oh my oh yeah wait a minute did i just hear that a a guy talk <laughs> did you hear that i get a little loud a little bit no no it's it sounded like one of the transformers talking Oh, that was that was a radio. But we actually, we actually, what we did was we put a, a sound system in. Oh, so speakers on the outside, so we ain't afraid it'll it'll broadcast the the the, sound, the music of the, the thing and the, the, all the noises and stuff like that. So okay, yeah. So we weren't hearing things; we were actually hearing it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That got creepy yeah, for about yeah, two yeah. seconds. <laughs> I was ready for the car to stand up. <laughs> I mean, <you> know. <laughs> exactly. Our, our horn wasn't working at all. Right, we must stand up. Two years old. You know, mashing the horn like little kids do. All of a sudden, the horn started working. So I'm like, oh, cool. The kid's a mechanic. The only problem with that is 
what, when I went to go turn the corner to the left, the horn would just go up. And I, <laughs> I wasn't touching it, so I had to get it fixed recently. But yeah, it was. It's always fun when you turn your stairway to drive in a drive-through, and you you beep, and the person's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, you know, <laughs> I didn't do it. It stays on forever. <laughs> yes, aren't old cars fun? Right. It, was, it, it, would, it would beep in. A, it would beep inappropriately at the wrong time. I mean, I, or, or appropriately, if someone's taking too long at the red light, be like, okay, cool, sweet. <laughs> so we always ask the question, um, what car would you want someday? It's, everybody has a list of those. And let's do yours as far as uh, other TV and movie cars. What's What are the top two TV and movie cars you would like to get someday? Well, I'm a product of the 80s, so I would say DeLorean. Uh, first off, and I then maybe s- maybe a '57 Chevy because it's not been in a movie, so yeah, whatever. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Wait a minute, man. There's got to be '57 Chevys that have been in movies. Well, they, I hate to say it was one of Dirty Dancing, but I mean, I, I, I'm a guy. I really like to admit that I watched Dirty Dancing, but graduating <laughs> the, the '57 Chevy's cool. So yeah, yeah. Well, the, you, <laughs> yeah, you just say I watched, I saw the car in the movie because I knew the car was going to be yeah. in the movie. I was watching it with my wife. That's, that's how you get away with it. Oh, <laughs> sure. okay. All right. Yeah. Watching it for her. I understand. Exactly. Yeah. Bonding. You know. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So what about Justin? Does he want to follow your footsteps in trying to get a movie car someday? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty cool. Uh, I, I agree with him. A DeLorean time machine is definitely on the list, the top tier list. For some reason, I like uh, the old school Volkswagen, like Herbie. So I think Herbie would be pretty cool, too. Or the original Bumblebee. That'd be cool, too. That also, too. Wait, how old are you, Justin? You're you're driving age, right? Yeah, I just turned 24 in March. Oh, you're driving age. Does he let you drive it? No. Well, (laughs) way to go, Dad. I'm going to give the keys, (laughs) but he's so afraid. Well, funny story, when when I did the Peter Herman bike, right, we had to take it for a test drive. I'm like, "Is is it mean if I care more about the bike falling than my child? (laughs) (laughs) it turned out okay no crashing he's been riding a bike so we're good yeah the kids heal right exactly yeah heal. no 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 it's like cars you just don't spend as much on new parts well no come to think of it you spend a lot more on new parts parts. a lot more on new parts yeah yeah it's it's fun yeah it's a labor of love i guess i think it probably is Ray, we appreciate the time. Thanks for taking a moment to join us here. Hey, by the way, everybody, while they're there, thanks uh, for joining us here on the show. And remember to listen, like, share, and most important, subscribe to our audio podcast on radio.com and our video podcast on our Two Tired Guys Productions YouTube page. When you subscribe, you get notified when a new show goes up, and it helps all of us. Yes, even the Star Cars people. Follow us yes. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget to make sure that uh, you check out these cars when you see them at car shows all over the place. Cause I know once the pandemic starts going away, you guys are gonna be uh, big time going out and showing your cars and that's always fun. Until next time, I'm Randy, that's Bob, that's Ray, that's Justin, and that was Oscar before. And uh, we're all having fun talking about cars. We'll see you next time, everybody. Take care.